What's up? Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the recoup. I'm uh, Cooper. Makes sense. I'm Coop. So what's going down? How is everybody doing on a Wednesday? It's Wednesday. We are continuing our every other day show over here on the recoup. I've gone back to streaming live on Twitter. Um, I took some feedback from uh, a friend of the show, uh, Algo Bama, one of the main people over at Flemish Giants, the NFT project on Algorand. Um, and he was like, hey, why don't you stream this as a Twitter spaces simultaneously? Well, I'm not doing that today. If that's still a good idea, I'll consider it in the future. But I am back to streaming this on YouTube and Twitter. I stopped doing it because I thought it was kind of splitting it all up. And then it just kind of made all of the platforms you know, just split it all up, but it doesn't matter because in the end, in the end, here we are. I just want people to watch. So I'm on YouTube. It's going to stream live on YouTube and Twitter. And then the podcast will be up after the show about an hour after show. All right. So, um, what are we doing? How are we feeling? Is the bull market back? Are we ready to go? Did you pack your bags for this bull market? We saw, on Binance US, Bitcoin hit 138,000. Now, obviously, that's because all the market makers are pulling out rapidly from Binance US because they're about to shut down, folks, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Last I looked, Bitcoin was above 29,000, but then I saw somebody post, I woke up and my wallets are in free fall but I didn't go look to see what has happened. I don't know. I don't know if wallets are in free fall, if there was some big news or something, but as far as I can tell right now, we're going to check in a second, but as far as I can tell right now, Bitcoin was at around 29,000 and uh, people are euphoric and it's all on the heels of BlackRock ETF. I'm hearing a lot of people being like, yeah, BlackRock did it. And now all the institutions just had a big aha moment about Bitcoin and they want to rush in and following Big Daddy BlackRock. Now, sure, that is happening, but I mean, folks, look, it's true that BlackRock um, came out with their ETF, you know, intentions, and a lot of different institutions followed suit, and BlackRock tries to address one of the SECs or, you know, the regulators um, concerns about market manipulation for a spot Bitcoin ETF by some surveillance measures that they're going to team up with NASDAQ and provide all um, NASDAQ, all of the information. So this thing is going to probably get approved. And so what that means to all of these other institutions is, holy shit, once that gets approved, we want to be amongst the first few that get approved because you know all that money's going to rush in or even if it's not as extreme as a lot of you know bitcoiners and everybody want to believe all that money is um whatever the money is it's going to be a lot of money because there's there is going to be demand from global institutions to get some exposure to bitcoin and if blackrock signs off on it i mean it's going to be a bullish thing for the price 
uh, certainly initially. But the point is, is that these other institutions want to be one of the first ones so they get a piece of all that money. You know what I mean? So it's not because they've had some light bulb go on about Bitcoin. It's because, shit, they want those fees. And BlackRock probably is going to get approved. So they want to get in the queue. Which, I mean, whatever. That's what's, that's what's going on, I think. Uh, which is okay. But, you know, guys, I, I, you, you've been on my show for a while. When things like this happen... I start to be like, all right, and I, we're beaten up. We're a bunch of, you know, abused children, <laughs> not to make fun of abused children. I know something about it. Um, well, no, I'm a dad. That that sounds wrong. I do not. Uh, I do not abuse my children. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, it's, it's hard to get excited, right? When you know all of this shit is so coordinated and manipulated and it just it feels like a bull trap on some level. What do you guys think? What is the what does the troop think? Let's check in on the chat and then we'll scroll through some news and you know, get you guys going. This went dark quick. <laughs> yeah, the first three minutes. <laughs> Talking about child abuse. Guys, I just I knew that there was other platforms that I was streaming to, potentially a new audience. So I wanted to say some of my more um, you know, relatable stuff. All right, so. I wasn't, I wasn't, I neither was, uh, you know, aggressively abused as a child either, folks. I, I had a pretty decent childhood. Okay. Christopher Cooper, good morning. How are you? IRL, she's in here. They're in here. Hello. Good morning to you. Um, GM, who, who's going to ride the wave with Coop? Who is going to ride the waves with Coop? I'm a ride or die. Samino says, that's it. Need an over under bet on how late we start. Five minutes? LOL, this could be a thing. Yeah, you guys could do the prop bets. I just, I I need to, I could easily manipulate that though. BlackRock would not make an ETF about prop bets on when my start time is because of manipulation. Minimum six minutes late, IRL. <laughs> Today was bad. Today was actually kind of uh, pathetic because I was ready to go a while ago. I have a I have a talent for putting things off until the last minute because I was starting to get bored. And then I start doing something else, go down another wormhole, and there we go. All right, good morning. All right, all right. So, Fisherman, good morning. Wilder, good morning to all. Hit that like button if you haven't. Yeah, do those things. Like it. And that's another thing. If you're watching on Twitter, if you're listening on the podcast, you do not get to be part of this world-class chat with some of the brightest minds in Al Grand and crypto in general, right? Haha. -ha. I don't think anyone would bet under five. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bad, probably a bad bet. Some days I, I notice, some days I do get in at 6.03. I want you guys, to, I want time for people to come in. Chris Swenner's here. How are you doing? We need an event to all hang out with again. I like that idea. I want to hang out with you people. And also, Chris, I got to get you on the show. I, I've been talking about it. I've been threatening you with it. We need to get you on the show, do a little interview. All right. Uh, Sick Media, good morning. I haven't tuned into the recoup in a minute. I see Coop is fashionably late as usual. Yes, there we go. Gosh, guys. Two cent is strong support. Is that how bad it is? Haven't looked. <laughs> Jesus. It's Coop testing two cents. Oh, Jesus. Um, all right. That's my uh that's my kind of nod to Bill Burr. Bad Bill Burr imperson impersonation, impression. I think that's what it's called. Uh good morning, Algo Addicts. Uh, and Cooper Hollicks, what's going down? All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. James, oh, we got 12 cent. Um, Binance is fine. Binance US is what I'm talking about, James. 
Uh, Binance International is probably fine. Uh, I'm going to be in Paris. That's not where I'm going to be. In London next month. No, I'm not going there. Goodness. I'll get... <laughs> Sorry. This is what happens when... Uh, how is your beard? Good morning, Swinner. How's your fluffy? Good morning, chat. And your birds? Buongiorno. Uh, okay, there's... Anthony says, there's no guarantee that the BlackRock ETF proposal will be accepted by the SEC. Might just be a wet dream until Gary's gone. Now, this is another thing that... People are acting surprised that BlackRock has an, you know, is a spot ETF. And I mean, I do think that they will get approved. And also, look, the SEC for uh, Gary. Oh, Gary. Gary has been saying that Bitcoin is all good. It's like there's, he has never said a bad thing about Bitcoin. He loves Bitcoin. He's got Bitcoin all over his face. He just loves to get Bitcoin shot on his face. Like that dude loves it. So it's not that surprising. And it's probably going to be fine. And it's going to, now that they have, you know, Prometheum and EDX, everything's going to be all fine. Fine. You guys can trade Bitcoin cash all you want. It's all about, look, all of these smart contract platforms, except for Ethereum, are going to die because the SEC is going to regulate them out of existence. And we're all going to be on Bitcoin cash and Litecoin. And Bitcoin and Ethereum. All right. Um, how's everyone enjoying their next gens? Has everybody got a little extra pep in their step with their rocking their new kicks? All right. Good morning. Are those coming? Is that even happening? Have you heard? Has anybody heard from next gens? I don't know. Um, all right. Well, that's enough. How do we feel about that? I feel okay. Okay. So let's go over to uh, a good morning, Gov, and good morning, uh, Brandon. Here we go. Uh, they're great, Moriarty. I imagine them every day. Yeah. Before Brandon goes to sleep, he looks at his little uh, shoe NFT and he thinks about all the different things. He like pictures going with his children to Knott's Berry Farm and his new shoes. He's at the Grand Canyon, you know, has a hard time picturing everything except for he can see himself in the pictures at the Grand Canyon wearing his new next gens. He's very excited about him. Brandon, I'm excited for you. No shoes yet. All right. All right. Let's go to Moriarty's favorite site, CNBC. Uh, where he buys all the news and all the propaganda, eats it up for breakfast. People that I, I, I there's a reason why this show is not gr uh, growing at the rate that I want to is because I'm ridiculous and people probably tune in and be like, who is this guy? It doesn't matter. I don't even care anymore. I, I, I expect nothing anymore, folks. And it's probably a problem. All right, so let's make sure that you guys can see all this. Let's get it over here. Let's go to it. Okay, futures are down, but not so down. The Dow's down 100 points, and the futures, uh, NASDAQ, NASDAQ 68. Sorry, it's like sideways to down. Actually, that's down. Let's just call that down. Powell expects more Fed rate hikes ahead as inflation fight has a long way to go. That's probably why futures are not feeling so... Fantastic, and that may be why people's wallets seem to be in free fall. Um, from what I read, Pfizer RSV vaccine for older adults is only slightly less effective after 18 months. So what they're telling you is don't go get RSV boosted. Biden labels Chinese President Xi a dictator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't the Secretary of State just go over there? Didn't China 
just uh, say, hey, we want to work with you guys again. And then Biden's like, that motherfucker's dictator. And they're like, oh, God, I hate you. I hate you so much, Joe. I don't I don't really care about that stuff, though. I'm a fan of Modi, Elon Musk, on his friendship with the Indian prime minister. Okay. There you go. He's uh, banning Psy and Psy, uh, calling people Psy or uh, Sizes. Is that what? Is that an insult? C-I-S-S-Y? He's banning that from Twitter. I've actually been a call. I've been like dismissively called Psy before. It, it was at the peak. It was actually part of the culture of the entertainment industry that started to get feeling real like censored. <laughs> it was like, I can't say anything. I am the worst person in this, uh, in this crowd right now. They, they do not value the things that I was born with um, or they don't like it. They don't like it. Okay, I'm, I'm not talking about that shit. Okay, anyways, um, all right. So CNBC Moriarty was a flop. You ruined it. Your favorite site did not deliver. Just got me talking about shit I don't want to talk about. All right, Bloomberg. Guess who re-upped the subscription, guys? We are back. <laughs> the recoup is back. Um, we can click on these articles. We had two days where we didn't have that. Fed's Powell says higher interest rates needed to curb inflation. A little bit of regret there, buddy. He's like, oh, man, people are thinking that it's over. And it's not over. We're about to, inflation's going to pick back up. Oh, boy. China says Biden calling Xi Jinping a dictator is provocation. Yeah. Maybe he should stop uh, acting so much like a dictator. I was reading somebody's tweet. I don't remember who it was. I don't And, and it was about how they did a poll. What was it? I don't know, 90% of like Chinese college students, if they had the choice to move to the U.S. would. So there's probably a lot of talent over there in China that would be actually happy to come to the U.S. But I don't know why. Uh, let's see. Take all our jobs. So that's what we want, right? People to come here and take the jobs. You know, we seem to have a lot of them. But all the jobs, that's another thing. Is that we we have this wonderful unemployment? It's like yeah, you can go be a waiter, okay, and make about the same as unemployment. Who knows? All right, Bitcoin hits a six-week high as financial titans step up crypto initiatives. Yeah, crypto exchange backed by Citadel Securities and Fidelity goes live. That was what I was joking about earlier. It's called I think EDX. Yeah, EDX markets separates trading custody to reduce conflicts. Oh, I wonder, wonder told him to do that. Uh, move comes amid U.S. scrutiny of crypto firms, Binance, and Coinbase. I mean, this is like such bullshit, folks. Like they they spend all their time just wrecking the industry, and then they get their buddies Citadel and Fidelity to have an exchange, and then some weird propped up Prometheum, which I have something interesting that was I saw I read about this morning about how. Vitalik is somewhat connected to Prometheum. Anyways, EDX markets is Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash. 
Unlike existing crypto pl- platforms uh, such as Coinbase and Binance, it offers a non-custodial model, meaning that it doesn't hold clients' digital, a- digital assets during trading. Instead, EDX is working with a third-party custodian. An expectation among regulators that crypto exchanges should be separated from broker-dealer functions similar to the structure of traditional financial markets. We believe crypto is here to stay, but for it to evolve as an asset class, it needs to adopt the rules and investor protections that exist in traditional finance. Uh, We believe that the U.S. government should control crypto and um, all of the retail traders that exist right now should get wrecked so all of my buddies can get rich and we can give them crumbs. I started, I went off script here, I think. Oh, the message we've got from our investors is that this creates an even bigger space for us. That's what they actually said. All right. If you're listening on the podcast, I was joking. I wasn't actually reading that. Um, SEC Chair Gary Gensler has long criticized existing crypto platforms for failing to separate different parts. All right. So they're, you know, they're taking um, Gary's lead. Okay. Where do we go? Sorry. Wisdom Tree files to start a US spot Bitcoin ETF on the heels of BlackRock. So we did see a lot of them pour in. Um, Fed picks pledge to cool inflation in Senate nomination hearing. Let's get to the crypto section, see what all these guys are talking about. If Joe Rogan asked you to be to debate, be suspicious. Okay. Uh, European stocks decline with focus on Fed outlook. Singapore proposes standards for purpose-bound digital money. Bitcoin hits a six-week high as financial titans step up crypto initiatives. All right, boring. Let's go to Coindesk real quick. Backpack just fell. All right. Briefly tops 29. So I saw it above 29, but I guess it must have fallen. What is, what is, what is it? Oh, it's, not, it's, still, it's still above 29. What you talking about? Whose wallets are in free fall? Oh, maybe their wallets are in ASAs. Okay. Um, let's see. DeFi Protocol Maverick raises 9 million led by Peter Thiel. Uh, crypto exchange bit unveils options market for Cardano's ADA token. Galaxy-backed investment platform. Okay, who cares? Bitcoin miner clean spark to buy two Georgia facilities for $9.3 million. Bitcoin crosses 29000 for first time in over a month. All right. This person says that the trend line is taking Bitcoin to 30 1,400. Okay, Bitcoin has rallied nearly 10% this week, pushing through a trend line characterizing a two-month downtrend and the 50-day simple moving average of the price. The so-called trend line breakout has now opened doors for the cryptocurrency to head toward 30,400. In terms of technical analysis, this is an important bullish signal as the price closed above its 50-day moving average and above previous local highs in a sharp move on Tuesday. The move confirms the breakdown of the downtrend that has been in place for the past two months. The next target for the bulls is the area between the April and May highs at 29,400 to 30,400. The market mood has flipped bullish this week due to a flurry of SpotCoin ETF applications. The following, so like I said earlier, I think that this BlackRock one is likely to be uh, approved. And I think it is because of the surveillance measures and if there's one thing that I've learned 
about Bitcoiners is uh, they really enjoy surveillance, right? Because they're very excited about this. And they're also gloating. Look, I love Bitcoin. I am, I own Bitcoin. I'm holding Bitcoin. I want to add more Bitcoin. Sure, I'll do it all. I'll do it all. I should have. I should have done. I should have added, potentially. I was going to. But I was like, ah, we'll see. And still, I mean, what's the difference? It's not that big of a difference. You, you got to see, does this have legs? I don't think it does because I feel like there's so many shoes to drop, right? You know, and we'll read about, oh, that's what I wanted to do. Did I get that? Did I put that up though? I guess I don't need to read it. But okay. And never mind. But the point is, is um, you know, this whole like Bitcoin and nothing else is so stupid and not, you know, how technology works. All right, the falling trend line, but it is, you know, Bitcoin is a store of value and it is decentralized and hopefully it can stand up to quantum computers. All right, the following, the falling trend line breakout and the daily chart indicates that the pullback from the April 14th high of 31,000 has run its course and the broader bullish trend has resumed. Okay, so there you go. So this might be taken off. Note, the pullback ran out of steam near 25,200. The former resistance flipped into support during the U.S. banking crisis of March. The, de the defense of 25,200 and the subsequent breakout represents a positive resolution of a technical analysis uh, pattern called throwback and suggests scope for a rally to 37,000. All right. I wish I made that buy at uh, 26,2 on Monday or whatever it was. Okay. If it goes to 37. And also guys, it's that, I mean, it's probably going to happen if you really think about it, because we know that Celsius is um, planning on moving all of their alts into Bitcoin and Ethereum on starting July 1st. So it's kind of like one of those BC, uh, you know, one of those CZ moments where he's like, all right, I'm going to spend a billion dollars on uh, crypto. So, you know, so uh, yeah, I think we're going to get a lot of pain for certain alts. I mean, Matic certainly is going to get wrecked. I think ADA was another one of the high um, ones that um, that Celsius held. I think it was, what was it? It was Matic, ADA, Link, Dot, Litecoin, I believe. So we might see a lot of selling pressure there um, come the first of the month, towards the beginning of that month. I'm still working through the cobwebs of this brain. You know, I've, I've told you on Monday some of the things that I'm doing and we're still here and I'm not exactly cracking, you know, on you know, my, I don't feel like all of the things are super uh, fantastic, but that's okay. We're going to be all right. All right, let's go to CoinMarketCap real quick. And let's see what's going on. Pepe's pumping. You guys excited? Pepe? Uh, all right. Bitcoin is right above 29,000. Up 11, per, up almost 12% over the last week. 8% in the last day. So we'll see what happens today and the rest of the week. I'm excited to find out. Ethereum, it's outperforming Ethereum by a lot. It's um, Ethereum's up almost 5% over the last week, less than half of the gains of Bitcoin. 
but it's had a good 24 hours up over 5% and pushing down just a touch in the last hour. XRP glued to 50 cents, it seems. Cardano doing all right over the last 24 hours. Solana. Litecoin is up. It was, yeah, up to 84. All right. Matic still not doing great. Polkadot 470 doing okay. Five up five percent. But that's pretty down too. Everything is pretty down except for the last uh chain link. All right. Monero's up a little. Let's get down here to our buddies. Uh, I know a lot of you are into Hedera. That's up to almost five cents, but having a good 24 hours up almost eight percent over the last 24 hours. Nobody cares about Aptos. Arbitrum 110 likes it there. Quant likes it at 100. Near. Near's actually doing pretty good over the last seven days, up 9%. Stacks. Man, did anybody buy that dip? Look at that. Over the last week, up almost 50%. Last 24 hours, up 17%. What do you guys want? What are the uh, domain names for Bitcoin? Is it which ones are the better ones? The .BTC or the .SATs? Algorand, over 12 cents. Look at that. Look at you, Algorand. Up on five and a half percent over the last 24 hours, up five percent over the last week. When is good old Algorand gonna take back a billion dollar market cap? And there we go. Tezos is at 75 cents. Okay. Now that's all fine. Now let's go to Vestige, the Algorand ASA spot. There's KuCoin. Let's look at that in a second. Let's look at the overall. Doesn't look like it's. Oh boy, look at that. Oh, oh. I have not looked. Wow, three cents. Brutal. Who's selling? Somebody is. That's not just. Uh... Oh, you guys really just jumped ship, didn't you? You're just like, no, I don't want it. You know, you, we, we all know what this is. You know what this is? This is, oh God, the bull market's back. I'm overexposed. I need to get back into algo. I need to get back into Apple. I need to get back into, ah, 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 I need to get back in. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> Maybe the bull market isn't back and this hedge is, is smart. I'll buy this. Oh no, oh, somebody just bought. Ah, okay, anyways. Um, yeah, look folks. It, it, this seemed like a counterplay, right? Everything feels like crap. Everything is worthless. We can band together and we, uh, you know, create something awesome. And then um, when everybody believes that the uh, the bull market is back, they're back into everything else because they don't want to be left behind. So that's what's happened, I imagine. But the good news for all coop holders is uh, you've got some really smart people building cool shit. So. At least this isn't just some vapor, you know, dickhead that you don't know who it is. And you know who these people are that are building things for Coop. So that's cool, right? Last hours up over 3%. Yeah, that market cap took a big hit. All right, enough. You guys know. You guys know. Day by day. Looking up. 
All right. So, I mean, maybe that wasn't, maybe it didn't move into Opal or Opal. That's been stuck to eight cents for a while. Um, Yieldly. Anybody doing any uh, no loss lottos? What is that? Does that site even exist anymore? Oh, man. All right. So vestige is vestige. Check gold real quick. Gold is looking down. Let's re refresh just in case. Yeah, gold is pushing down. There we go. We looked at the prices. I'll check in on you guys and then we'll get to some news that I've queued up. All right, let's see what you guys are saying. All right, you guys are having a real conversation over here. If Cooper Daniels asks you for an interview, be suspicious. <laughs> I haven't done an interview. This is uh, Chris Winter. I haven't done an interview in so long. Um, I am going to be having a lot, although, you know, I'll probably announce this. So <clears throat> I'm going to leave for a couple of weeks. I won't be here for a couple of weeks. Um, around 4th of July, I'm going to go to Connecticut. I've said that on the show um, a couple of times. So I won't be here for a couple of weeks then, but, uh, I will be doing some, I'm hopefully going to do some interviews. Chris, if you'd like to be one of those, let's do it. But, um, next week, and I will be doing a live interview with Benedetto. Benedetto from Mafoca Finances, uh, from Folks Finance. We're going to talk about this uh, thing that he's building over there. What is it? X Algo on Binance. Uh, we're going to talk about these lending pools. We're going to talk about all the things. I want to get a update on Folks Finance, their cross-chain aspirations, their take on everything that is happening on Algorand. You know, Blockchain Italia is um, the preeminent place building a lot of the coolest, most stable stuff on Algorand. And I don't know if I'm over, over, over hyping them, but so, you know, they're connected to the roots and, you know, Silvio's Italian. So it's the whole Italian thing. I want to talk to Benedetto. He's going to come on the show. I believe next Thursday live, I'll do it live at 1 PM Eastern. Chris, we don't have to do it live just in case you say mean things about, um, I don't know what, what you want me to cut it out. If you say mean things about somebody, I don't know that we need to cut out. Did you study your Xi Jinping thought book today? <laughs> yeah. Get on recoup suspicious or not. U.S. has been authoritarian. People are just too busy working, spending, staring at phones and stuffing their faces with overpriced garbage to look up and see the writing on the wall. Well, I absolutely recommend watching handmaid's tale. We are closer to something like this happening than people realize. I stopped watching that show. I did enjoy it. We watched it. My wife and I watched it the first few seasons. And it's bleak, but it's good. But then it just started. It's like the same story over and over. I was just like, I, you're on your own with this one. I'm going to go do something else. Um, out of greenbacks until Friday. Kraken. Kraken? What are you talking about? Dump your Pepe by Coop. Safe Moon is still building. What are you guys talking about in the chat? Jesus. I swapped my Pepe for Coop. Of course you did. Chris, love you, but did it before the pump. <laughs> before Chris uh, did one of those expert trades where he swapped his Pepe for Coop before Pepe pumped and before Coop dipped. So it's like this. 
It's not really how you want to do it. I think, are you guys still seeing, did my screen freeze? Are you guys okay? You don't see me right now? Hold on. Oh, moms. But wait, somebody tell me that you guys can see me right now. Are we frozen? Anybody? Bueller? We see you. Okay. Then I'm going to move on. Good. Okay. Thank you for responding. All right. So uh, I guess it was frozen for a bit. I, I hadn't done anything wrong. I'm, I was perfect. Okay. Let's just look at this real quick. Let's share this tab instead. What just happened? No, no, nobody wants to see this. Okay, let me make sure that this is working. My computer's being a little weird right now. Okay, this should be fine. You guys should be able to see me. All right, so we saw this, right? You guys saw this wallet possibly associated with Silk Road funds make small Bitcoin transaction. A wallet linked by a single transaction to one named in the Silk Road filings has made a small transaction. Observers are speculating it could be the U.S. government moving seized Bitcoin, but it's not clear if that's the case. A wallet potentially connected to a different one. Oh, my God. Different one named in the forfeiture of uh, stolen funds. Okay. From the Silk Road. The wallet in question, beginning with BC1, whatever, moved 10 BTC to another wallet while sending uh, 1,490 BTC to a change wallet. A wallet associated with James Zhang, who was convicted for stealing Bitcoin from the Silk Road, sent that, uh, you know, 0.000 whatever Bitcoin to the BC1 wallet on April 22nd, 2022, around the time that got the control, that control, oh my God. Around the time that control over his funds were handed over to the U.S. government. Other wallets also sent Bitcoin to it as part of the same transaction. So they're just proving that it's linked. Some crypto an analytics platforms, including Glassnode, figured that this meant the BC1 wallet was also under the control of the U.S. government and labeled the funds as such. While Arkham previously connected the wallet to the government in a tweet, this led to alerts going out today that the Silk Road funds were being moved, leading to a brief dip in the price of Bitcoin. It's unclear whether the funds are in possession of the U.S. government. After the funds were transferred today, they were then sent to further wallets that contain transactions linked to crypto exchange, Coinbase, and Gemini. There's some strange signs about the way the Bitcoin was moved around. The original transaction initially sent just 0.01 Bitcoin, but then used the replace by fee function to not only increase the fee, but also increase the amount being sent. It's an unusual practice. The U.S. government is among the largest Bitcoin whales following the seizure of more than 50,000 Bitcoin tied to the now defunct marketplace in 2021. The holdings have become the subject of intense scrutiny among chain watchers and transfers have in the past triggered price action. Coinbase handles the U.S. government's Bitcoin. The block has previously reported the exchange was sued on June 6th by the SEC for allegedly operating an unlicensed security exchange. All right, fine. So you guys get it. Looks like the... The U.S. government's going to sell some Bitcoin. All right, we're here on Blockworks. I don't actually have anything queued up here. 
Bitcoin market has matured. Wisdom Tree, Invesco file for spot ETFs. Invesco and Wisdom Tree have again filed for Bitcoin ETFs, with the latter stating Bitcoin markets are as mature and efficient as equities. So I think, like I said earlier, I think one of the main concerns was um, market manipulation. And that's why the spot ETF wasn't passed. And I think they're saying it's matured to the point where that's some. That's not no longer uh, likely. And then, like I said, BlackRock has a surveillance tool for you to get you going on a Wednesday. Okay. All right. Just more price. Snack brand Slim Jim is launching NFTs in a metaverse. Oh man, I don't really like those anymore. But I loved those as a kid. But I don't. The taste, the taste was for me as a kid, but not anymore. But they're pretty funny. The metaverse, good for you. All right. So, former friend of the show, Kyle, he posted recently. You know, look at this. Look at this, folks. So the top ten owners of MicroStrategy. Who owns? Um, I don't know if you've heard. They've owned a pretty, pretty good sized amount of Bitcoin. Fidelity owns nearly seven percent of MicroStrategy. Made a huge purchase recently, and Black Block uh, BlockRock. Man, speaking is not easy today. BlackRock owns five and a half percent of MicroStrategy, and Morgan Stanley. So. They are uh, in it to win it when it comes to Bitcoin. BlackRock fires, files Bitcoin ETF application with the SEC. So they, um, yeah, they own a lot of Bitcoin and they've been doing it for a while. People are like, hey, we front run the in institutions. Well, on some level you did. And if you've been hodling and um, stacking for a long time, then I guess you did. But believe me. They haven't been telling you, but they aren't as front-run as you think. Okay. And that's just a blank Twitter. Forbes. Little, um, little hopium from Forbes. A new wave. Major bank reveals a 15 trillion earthquake could be headed for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, BNB, XRP, Cardano, Dogecoin, Tron, Solana, and Polygon price. Wow, they really just listed them all except for Algorand. And <laughs> Dot. And, uh, you know, whatever. We, we now know who Billy, where Billy's bags are. Oh, Billy! Sweet Uncle Billy owns some XRP and Tron. All right, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other major cryptocurrencies were rocked last week by the news the world's largest asset manager, BlackRock, is delving further into crypto. Okay, we don't need to read this. It's all the same shit. Um, this was interesting this morning. Eleanor uh, Tourette, 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 uh, journalist, producer, Fox News. Um, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin is listed as a co-founder of Wanjing Blockchain Labs, a part owner of Prometheum, which was recently given rights to operate a crypto exchange in the US. Other filings show Buterin is also chief scientist at Wanjing Blockchain Labs. 
funded by China holding uh, Wang Jing Holdings. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, guys. Uh, Wang Jing Blockchain Labs is a nonprofit research institution focused on blockchain technology. Its co-founders consist of Dr. Oh, this is going to be fun. Dr. Fen Zhao, Vice President and Executive Director of China Wang Jing Holdings, Vitalik Buterin, co-founder, and Bo Shen, BitShares co-founder. Wanjing Blockchain Labs will provide support for the research entre entrepreneurship developments and applications in the industry. It will also provide reference information for regulatory bodies. Overall, Wanjing Blockchain Labs dedicated itself to the promotion and application of blah, blah, blah. Dr. Zhao, chairman and CEO of Wanjing Blockchain, says he gave a $500,000 donation to the Ethereum Foundation while promising to continuously support the development of Ethereum as needed. That's funny. Oh, boy. Here's another one for you, Eleanor. The Cowboy Crypto. Oh, it's not a very popular post. Fembushi Capital was founded by head of Wenjing Blockchain. Fembushi invested in BitDAO in 2021, right after the Ripple lawsuit was filed. BitDAO would turn around and invest in Paradigm not long after. Paradigm was founded by Coinbase founder Fred Ersham who delisted XRP. Okay, so this is some XRP stuff. It's all good. I mean, and I'm not discounting it, but I know we're running out of time here. How was Vitalik Buterin reacting to a China connection again? Looks like the Ripple XRP team is sinking to new levels of strangeness. They're claiming that their shitcoin should not be called a security for public policy reasons, namely because Bitcoin and Ethereum are Chinese controlled. Anything fun? BSV? Are you guys big BSV guys? I think there's more. I think I have more queued up or do I? I'll go back to the... Let's see. Okay. And so then there's and there, was, there was this. This is a probably a post that most of you have already seen. This was posted yesterday morning. I'm sorry, but after watching BlackRock, Fidelity, Citadel, Schwab, and now Deutsche Bank all apply. Now, I don't believe Deutsche Bank even applied for a Bitcoin ETF. I believe that they, oh, okay, et cetera. That must be the et cetera. All apply for Bitcoin ETF, spot exchanges, et cetera. Only a few days after the SEC drops a, a TRO on uh, Binance and Sue's Coinbase, how can't you think this entire past year was a giant inside job coordinated between the Wall Street parasites and government regulators so they could catch up? And then Caitlin Long, wait until it all comes out who has fed master accounts but could be likely are ineligible for them. Can't wait to see your full take on this, Caitlin. Fed master accounts. Julie used the word mysterious to describe one of them as well, as I recall. Plenty of evidence of Fed favoritism, bias towards incumbents, and neglect of the law. Oh, man. This is going to be such a, um, such a shit show. Here's who she, here's Julie Hill. Hi, Julie. There they are. 
Okay, you guys want to read this? I don't really know what this is all about. You want to learn with me real quick? One of the more interesting entries in the Federal Reserve's master account database released Friday is an account for Brown Brothers Harriman and Company, a private investment bank without deposit insurance or a federal bank supervisor. Federal Reserve accounts are generally only available to commercial banks, not investment banks. So that this raises the question of how Brown Brothers Harriman is legally eligible. PSS, remember that there were rumors that an investment bank had a potentially ineligible master account. The Federal Reserve does not publicly explain how any of its account holders qualify. BBH is not a clearly eligible Fed member bank. Accordingly, all that the public can do is guess about how Brown Brothers Harriman ended up with an account. BBH is probably not an eligible depository institution under FR Act 13. For an uninsured bank to be a depository, it must be eligible to apply for FDIC insurance. For FDIC insurance, it must be incorporated in the state. BHH is organized as a partnership, not incorporated. That leaves the possibility that under FR Act 13, BBH is a non-member bank eligible for a clearing account. Back in 1964, the Federal Reserve issued an administrative interpretation stating that private and unincorporated banks are eligible accounts. Is the Fed's 1964 guidance saying that private banks are eligible for master accounts still good law? Since 1964, a lot has happened, including the Fed's new guidelines for account requests. I don't think I've seen anything on point for private banks, but of course, I'd be happy to have someone in the Federal Reserve System or at Brown's brother Harriman and company explain it to me. Okay, I... I don't really, I'm, I'm sorry. That's a bit above me. Sorry for wasting your time on that, guys. I don't have anything to say about it uh, because I'm not quite sure what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I crack myself up. All right. Uh, is that it? Is that all I had? I, there's so much more happening. Let's go look at, um, real quick, let's go here and see how the market opened. Make sure that you guys can still see this. All right. So, yeah, the market's down. The NASDAQ's down almost 100 points. Dow, over 100 points. They didn't like it when he said that they're going to rate, they're going to hike rates again. But they were pretty clear that they're going to have two more rate hikes this year, and they were just pausing. So, expect that. Nothing else there. How is crypto? Re, uh, how is crypto reacting to that news? Not at all. Look at that. Completely and utterly divorced from the stock market. Up actually. Up only, folks. This thing is going for that thirty thousand mark, and it's going to happen today, isn't it? Damn. Good for, you know, good for my bags. It is good. It's good for me to look at. I'm not going to sell it. So it's just like some thing for me to look at. <laughs> and uh, Vestige does not look. Look at that. Look at that. All right. So everything is is what it is. Let's go back here. Check in with you guys. Say bye-bye. <laughs> gonna uh interview algo hq on folks no i'm gonna interview ben didn't i say that el salvador project update 
Uh, I, you mean, I don't think that that's according to Max Kaiser. Um, El Salvador wants nothing to do with anything other than Bitcoin. We see you. We see your good hair day, bro. That's Sid James. I'm here for the Coopium, Seth. Thank you for showing up for the Coopium. We just couldn't see Vestige. Well, that sucks. That sucks. Hey, Vestige, are you listening? How about this? How about I check your site every day on my show and you put one of those, uh, you put like a, a Coop banner up here. I'll check your show. I'll check your site every time and we get a little banner. A little banner. You guys watch the latest uh, Devin video? Seems pretty happy, doesn't he? Oh, sorry. I'm not even sharing this. I just, uh, I'm sorry. I was looking at Vestige. You didn't need to see it. There is, um, there's only one video up. There's only one Devin video up. It's still on my Twitter. I'll delete it today at some point. And I'm working on a, like an intro for each video. And then I'm going to mint those as NFTs. All of you NFT people that are very good at managing these projects, I'm looking at you, Bama, and a few others. If you would like to assist me, on how to organize this in a cool way. I have some ideas. So if somebody's out there that wants to help me kind of organize these um, episodes, because they're not going to be available anywhere else, you'll be part of that. You could be part of the, um, you know, the beginning of all that. And um, I'm going to release it. I think that we're, season one is over. He's, he is Esmeralda coming back is the, cl is the cliffhanger. Are we going to get, are Devin and Esmeralda going to be reunited to go on many adventures? Um, I know. Algo Bama says, man, I used to visit the Yieldly website every single day. Those were the days. I know. And you could double dip a little bit. You had to go at a certain time. You could do the thing. There was all the things that you could do. Yieldly was fun. It had, you know, it had cool branding. It's too bad. Gonna interview Algo HQ on folks. I heard he's your biggest fan. You know, me and Algo HQ get a, um, along really well. I, I know what you're referring to. He got he got upset a long time ago, but we I had him on my show after that. You know, I like Algo HQ. He's a good guy. Um, kid got manipulated and railroaded by the feds. Are, are we talking about uh, Silk Road? At that point, <laughs> Slim Jim top signal. Ugh. The metaverse is is quite the thing. I was gonna let, I was gonna let that safe moon comment slide. <laughs> All right, good. Oh fuck, I was five minutes behind somehow. Um, I had to get that double dip. Oh yeah, so there we go. Weird flex talking about that double dip. Look, <laughs> then Chris points out even if you don't sell, it's better than down only. That's true. That's true. It's true. I I, I find myself able to make myself feel bad in all different types of situations though, Chris. I'm, I'm very creative in my ability to see the downside and the upside. I'm actually pretty, Coop Banner, let's do it. Oh yeah, so I took them down meeting, you, you can't watch them because they're gonna, I'm gonna mint them as NFTs and um, a limited amount and uh, that'll be where you can watch them. 
And then I'm going to continue to build it. And, you know, eventually I'm going to continue the story. I'm going to keep it going because I'm having a lot of fun with it. And eventually I'll probably get out of vertical mode and go this way. And uh, so that'll be fun. That'll be a big uh, upgrade in quality. And, you know, you might see other people in them or not. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to keep on pushing this thing forward. I have some friends that are that might be able to help me with it. People are worried that uh, Devin is a drunk and won't be able to execute on his vision of turning uh, Bitcoin Beach into KuCoin Beach. He's doing a crash grab, cash grab on his Devin videos. Yeah, I'm trying to sell something. Have you ever tried? Hey, Vince, uh, have you ever? Um, I mean, I also tried to sell a CD out of your uh, out of your trunk. He's doing a cash grab on his Devin videos. <laughs> what a dick. I'm trying to make money, bro. Yeah. Devin is a saint. Devin is still pouting about Esmeralda, shockingly. Season two needs car crashes, car chases, and explosions and such. She was a hottie. Ezzy. It's a dumpster. <laughs> Piss me off. He's going to do a cash grab. Oh, you mean all the things that I'm spending a bunch of time on trying to monetize? I'm sorry, dude, that I'm trying to make money here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I got mad at Vince. I got mad at Vince today, folks. All right. Hey, I, I, I forgive you. He was just messing with me. Just I should read this. Vince says, laughing my ass off. I'm just messing with you, Coop. All right. This guy thinks that have fun staying poor means that you're literally supposed to have fun staying poor. Oh, boy. All right. Hey, guys, I just want to say to everybody out there, have fun staying fucking poor. And I hope, Vince, I hope that you bought the top of Coop. All right, everybody. Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope he paid 10 cents and then he panicked at three cents and he put it into Woodcoin. All right, guys, I appreciate you. I will see you Friday, and it's going to be a wonderful day. <laughs> you guys see, this is, I told you what was going to happen. What, remember when I told you um, on Monday what was going to happen this week, that I was going to get overly emotional and get mad at something? <laughs> told you. I told you. Come back on Friday. When the irritation and the lack of sleep really catches up to me. Stay tuned. Come back. Who am I going to get mad at on Friday? I'm going to get mad at somebody. You, somebody will uh, will pop up and they will tell me I'm doing a cash grab. <laughs> when I don't make shit. I just gave away a coin where everybody got rich and I got a shit. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.